It is Friday the 13th of September. I'm your host Raikia and this is the Quantum Cast. Or should I say it in an American accent? This is the Quantum Cast. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into today's focus stocks. To begin, we have Catero Gold, PLC. Then we have 88 Energy Limited, who I believe are going to give an interim report as to why they had a placing, or at least that's what we can infer. And we'll have preliminary results from JD Weatherspoons, the pub company. So jumping right into the numbers for Cadero Gold, we can see that their revenue is non-existent. That's a really bad start. We can see that their operating loss is £433,000. And that means that their business is losing £433,000 without a penny of revenue. They have therefore lost £433,000 before tax for the entire period. And also their net loss has been that. And nothing great can be inferred from this RNS. It's just really exploration plays, and once they hit it, you see value. I mean, if we look at their balance sheet, we could try and look at total equity around three hundred thousand pounds. We are looking at a market cap of one point seven four million pounds, five times the total equity area that we could find. In fact, total assets maybe four and a half times to be safer. There isn't really anything interesting on this company aside from a purchase agreement being signed with LVG in the coming weeks. In aggregate of $500,000 of the $1 million consideration for their disposal over the next 12 months. So if we add that 1 million on top, say 800,000 pounds, then you put 380 grand on top, you have about 1.2 million. 1.2 million versus the 1.7 million valuation is fair enough. There's a, about 50% overvaluation though, to say the least. Um, but that isn't taking into account any of the new stuff. They've mentioned that this is a highly exciting period for Cadero and they are having the acquisition of LVG's assets. Having a quick look at the share price action for the past 52 weeks, we can see highs made at around 1.55 pence per share in terms of a daily close and lows at 0.38. So the shares are up around 169% to the current price of 1.02 from lows and down 33.8 odd percent from highs. So there is definitely a bit of downside to consider. If we look at the stock over the past five years, it's been in a historic downtrend. I mean, it was once 10 pence per share, now a penny, meaning that it's been significantly diluted. I just went to go grab some fish. That was uh, wonderful, especially after the dire RNS from Cadero Gold. But we're gonna move on to the financials for 88 Energy. What I have seen is a loss believe the loss for the period ended the 30th of June 2019 had been 29.325 million dollars 
and in comparison to the same period last year, this is a huge increase because that number was $3.2 million. And the loss was largely attributable to the impairment of the Winx 1, Ice Wine 1, and Ice Wine 2 exploration wells during the half year, which sent the shares of 88 Energy diving. And there are some hikes in general costs and administrative costs, but also finance costs and employee benefits expenses. No dividends were paid by the company or declared by the company during the period. They had cash on that period, the 30th of June 2019, of around 6.9, or 6.7 in fact, million dollars in comparison to 21.7 million dollars on the 31st of December 2018. And they have net assets of something like 65 million dollars and the significant decrease from 91.1, in fact, sorry, 94.1 million dollars previously had been due to the impairment of the exploration wells noted above. So they didn't specifically lose 20 odd million on impairments in cash, but in their net asset value, it was hit down. What we mustn't forget though, is that 88 Energy raised 10 million Australian dollars, so around 700,000 pounds this time, because it's not US dollars. So that seven odd million pounds will increase their cash balances by talking dollars, eight odd million, which isn't bad, isn't great either, considering the loss they made in the year. I assume they'll have enough cash to run until the end of, hmm. in fact, this time next year, September 2020. They'll likely raise money to try and fill their end of the deal with their JV with Premier. I remember they had an option to acquire more of the interest, assuming they pay $15 million of capex, which does suggest to me that there's one more fundraising round left in here. But if we're going to look at these shares, as we've covered these guys quite a bit before, we'll look at their London listing and we can infer that their 52-week highs stand at 1.4, 52-week lows stand at around the current price, in fact, at 0.69 pence per share. If we want an exact low, 0.65. I can only assume that the reason why the shares have been doing so badly is due to the fact that the deal with Premier for a joint venture had largely taken away prospects from ATA Energy shareholders. I mean, they owned 100% of Ice Wine, now they own 30%, or at least, yes, this is only one well, but this is a well that is potentially valuable in comparison to other wells. So it is slightly worrying to say the least, but we mustn't discredit the company. They have pulled off a deal that could create a lot of value in the future for shareholders. But what we need to find is the exact market cap, which uh, I am unable to find at the moment. I will double check. And once I do that, we'll be able to compare market cap of 44 million pounds. So it is fairly discounted in fact to net assets a little bit, maybe 10, 20%, but that's a fair discount, taking in a little bit of risk. But uh, if it goes any lower, there are some potential value prospects for investors who like to see 
you know, startups. I mean, Hurricane was uh, worth 200 million or 300 million pre-revenue. I think now they're in revenue, but they're worth like 800 million pounds. But uh, that is just a simple comparison. Nothing special from it. Okay, taking another bite of this uh, fish and rice next to me has made me hungry for another wonderful report. And speaking of wonderful reports, we're going to be moving on to JD Weatherspoons PLC. This company has released their 52-week preliminary results for the week ending the 26th of July, 2019. But one thing I just really like about these guys is that they've released summary accounts for the years ended July 1984 to 2019. I can see that their total sales had stood at £818,000 in 1984 and have ballooned all the way to £1.8 billion in 2019 this year. So on that note, let's give a summary of our own, but more specifically for these preliminary results. So, that fish is really, really nice. In fact, I... I'm probably going to go have some more of that after this podcast. But we've seen like-for-like like sales up 6.8% in comparison to the previous period. But more specifically, revenue up 7.4%. Up from £1.693 billion pounds to £1.818 billion. Pounds. Profit before tax is down a little bit, down only 4.5% to 102.5 million pounds. Operating profit is fairly constant, down 0.3%, nothing too heavy there. Earnings per share is down a little bit, only because the shares have been rallying. If we look at the beginning of the, well, the past 52 weeks, the 13th of September, 2018, in comparison to the current price, let's say the total rally has been 21.7%. But if we look at the price from 52-week lows, which were actually achieved a couple of days back on the 4th of September, the price is down only 4.5%. So it is relatively on the higher end, to say the least. In terms of all-time highs, it has achieved all-time highs. And as I mentioned, the 4th of September, around £16.20-odd per share, which is an amazing return for shareholders over the past five years. If I look at the five-year performance, 91%, that's decent. If I look at the all-time performance, we'll, we'll uh, save that for another time, 3,132%. But that is a period where, well, it does include a period where assets were extremely cheap. And if you bought assets in most things, you would have made a lot of money. I mean, buying companies that actually survive, that is. Not AIM stocks that have incessant placings all the time. But anyways, the operating profit is down with the revenue up, meaning that their margins are a little bit worse than before. And the earnings per share is up 9% if we're talking after exceptional items. The previous figure mentioned was before exceptional items. So let's talk about profit after exceptional items. It's up 7.2%. That's some decent stuff. So actually, this is a very good report if we are looking on a very conservative basis, which is decent. And if I look at the 52-week share price movement, 
I can see highs, as I mentioned, £16.20 £16. odd, and lows at around £10.50 per share. And from lows, the price is up 45%. Crazy returns for a stock with such a relatively modest valuation of 1.6 odd billion pounds. This gives them a price to earnings ratio of Google says 24, assuming this 100 is right, I would say 16. That would be a little bit easier. Well, 95 million, so let's just say 17 or so. It's not that expensive, but it isn't cheap either. It's just a company that has continuously delivered in the past. So if you are worried about the impact of Brexit on people drinking, well, here's a little statistic. During the hard times, people drank more. And when I'm talking about drinking, I'm talking about alcohol, beer, cider, whatever you could imagine. People just decided to allocate their funds there instead of in areas of investment. <laughs> there is no direct correlation, but it has occurred. Maybe the depressed tone, I don't know. But anyways, take what you wish from that. I've been your host, Ryan Kier. I've got to cut this short today because I've got to have this fish. I've got to head off. My train is in 10 minutes. That's going to be very difficult to catch, especially whilst uploading this. But thank you for listening. Until next time.